Alright you guys, welcome to We're Podding This Together. It's the podcast where we guide you through your favorite or not so favorite Disney Channel original movies. Thanks for listening. I'm Josh. I'm Sammy. I'm Brandon. And I'm not gonna say that line. <laughs> I will. Put away your balls and whip out your eggplants. Today we're watching Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off. Eddie loves baseball. His dad's the coach, his best friends are his teammates, but will he strike out with them all if he trades his glove for an oven mitt? <gasps> yes, probably. Because they're all awful people. Yeah. That's pretty much all I have to say about this movie is find uh, good people in your life. Yeah, the dad was awful and the best friend was terrible. Yeah, worse and than that. And the brothers were awful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome to Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off! Fun side note, Orlando Brown is in this movie. Yes. I was going to say Orlando Bloom, but no. that would be very wrong. I remember that So Raven was around the time of like the Lord of the Rings movies, and every time I saw Orlando Brown's name on the screen, I got really excited, and I was like, oh wait. So no. I'm not the only one. Yeah, you're not the only one. He's so little in this movie. Little baby face Orlando. Before the drugs. The drugs? Is there a story? I don't know. I watched a top ten like Disney Channel stars gone bad compilation, so... It might not be true at all. Uh, I'm willing to believe it. So tell me the story about Orlando Brown and drugs. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he was arrested. Oh, uh, he looks really good in his mugshot. He's smiling. Was it a DUI or just whatever? Drugs. Oh, it was for battery. Ooh, oh. Family dispute. Maybe it was for Ooh. pancake battering. It, a a food fight that just went too far. Let's not make light of domestic violence. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> we say as we burst out laughing. Okay. Um, have you guys seen this movie before? Is this anyone's first time watching Eddie at the Million Dollar Cook-Off event? I remember watching it. I don't remember whether or not I enjoyed it. I remember a lot of the food fight scenes. Honestly, I thought there was just one food fight scene. I remember, oh, this is that movie with the food fight. But there were, like, eight food fights. Uh, yeah. yeah. A few too many. I, I'm pretty sure I'd seen this before, and I'm pretty sure I didn't like it. I remember, so when we were set to record this, I kept looking at the movie and I was like, this is about baseball, but it's about cooking? And I just couldn't remember what I was getting myself into. And I wish that I could go back to those days wow. before I had watched this movie. Did any of you guys ever play baseball? I played softball. I uh, I did the whole YMCA, like, Little League kids, and it was a horrible experience. <laughs> yeah, that's basically my story. <laughs> it was one of my many sports attempts in which I would just sit on the field and pick at grass while the rest of the team did a thing. Pretty much. Yeah. That sounds about right. I don't think anybody expected anything different from any of us. <laughs> <laughs> but every once in a while, I get, like, an uh, inkling... A hinky, hinkling? <laughs> An inkling? A hinkling, yes. Get a, ha a hanky panky? Hankering. Is that the word? I think inkling. <laughs> yes, hinkering is I get well. a hankering to go to a baseball game. Uh -huh. Does that make sense? Yes, yeah. it does. It makes oh, okay. sense. I don't understand why, but it makes sense. Because you go to a baseball, not for the baseball at all. You go for the hot dogs, and for a slightly warm beer. <laughs> and to just hang out on the field and, like, chat with your friends. Hang out on the field w with your friends? <laughs> well, what kind of baseball games are you going to where you hang out on, on the, the like, field? On the, like, side of the field or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
not hit that ball over here. I'm having a conversation. <laughs> I'm, I'm having a drink here. Excuse me. <laughs> I just wanted to come to this baseball game and relax and not worry about baseball. <laughs> here we are. Um. So Eddie's secret talent was uh baking or cooking. Pr- cooking. Um, do you guys have any secret talents that, that none of your friends or family would understand that uh, you want to reveal to me on a podcast? I can lick my elbow. I can pop my elbow. Ooh. Oh. There you go. Now everyone knows. This is oh. impressive. Wow. <laughs> if you if no one <laughs> can see this, because you can't, because this is audio, <laughs> uh, Sammy's tongue just extended a full foot and reached the <laughs> edge of her elbow. And Brandon's arm completely dislocated, and it's wobbling around. And these are definitely talents that I have been bullied for in the past. Licking your elbow? No. Uh, (laughs) Josh, do you have any secrets? I really don't. I can do the the Kirk-Spock hand thing really easily. I think everyone can do that. Shut up. Sam is doing it both at the same time. I can do it at the same time, too. Don't discredit me because everyone else can do it. <laughs> well, shall we dive into this movie? Let's slide into home base and start Oh, that was talking. a much better metaphor. Wow. Okay, so this game opens up with a baseball game. And basically it opens and we just see that Eddie's on a baseball team that is garbage. The girl can't tie her shoes. They're just terrible. And then Eddie's like the slam dunk king. Where he can just hit home runs out of the ballpark. And he wins all their games for them. But they don't ever win a game. Okay, this intro was really... I felt like it wasn't that strong. Because I didn't really understand at first that they were supposed to be super bad. To me, they were like just kind of messing up. Or having a bad day. So, And then Eddie comes in and he's like, I'll win it for ya. And he wins everything or whatever. Well... I think it shows them, like, wrestling in the field and some kid, like, eating grass. It was clear to me that they were supposed to be real bad. Yeah. I mean, this but... is, that was just my experience I mean, at the yeah, YMCA. I'm not saying your so... experience is invalid. What you took from this movie is <laughs> what you took from this movie, and nobody should ever take that away from you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what else happened? Oh, there's a girl on the team, and her name is Hannah, and she shows up in a cheerleader outfit because she told her mom that she's going to be a cheerleader for the team. Because her mom wouldn't approve of a girl playing baseball because it is not within her gender role. And boy, is that a hot button. And boy, are we on the nose of society today with Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off. We are, but this was not done well. Like, it it left a bad taste in my mouth. It wasn't done right or something. Later in the movie, it kind of redeems itself, but it was like the last 15 minutes and I spent most of this movie thinking everybody is just shitty. And everybody was shitty. It yeah. was just like they were called down on it at the end. Even Eddie. He was he was kind of a bully himself. Like, oh, You know what Eddie wasn't bad at, though? What? Making a sweet hot dog. Oh, no, hot he wasn't. Dog. Eddie dog. He, he's, he did the salt guy meme, but with, like, sauerkraut. Can I be honest? I was so uncomfortable with this whole scene. I was like, get this off of my screen. I hate what is happening. Me Everything too. was a mess. And he was like touching all the food too. 
Mm-hmm. He just had his hands, like, deep in that sauerkraut. Oh, like, handfuls of ketchup, like, throwing them on there. Like, he dug into the chili. He, like, put chili in his mouth and then spit it onto the hot dogs. Basically. I'm uncomfortable. That boy couldn't keep anything clean, though. When he's cooking in the kitchen later, and it's just, like, can't even put a lid on the blender, like... Yeah, speaking of stereotypes of boys, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) I don't know. They always say that boys are really messy, so of course Mm. he was really messy in this movie. Oh, gotcha. Um, I was... At first I was like, really gourmet hot dogs? That's where we're going with this Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off? But then I was like, you know what, they just did this on Queer Eye, and they made like, super gourmet hot dogs for firefighters, and I was like... There is like two You know what? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. What is your favorite hot dog topping? What would you put on a good hot dog? I don't really eat hot dogs, but when the occasion calls for a veggie dog, I'll put ketchup on it, and that's it. Oh. Well, this has been a boring segment. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say a good ketchup and mustard with a lot of onions. Yeah. If I'm going to get heartburn, I might as well go all the way. I'm actually kind of in the Eddie Dog boat where you can put like peppers and onions and chili and cheese and I mean even sauerkraut if I'm feeling weird. How often are you feeling weird, Brandon? I'm like always feeling weird. To be honest, I love sauerkraut. Great. Can we move on from this segment <laughs> uh, now? The boys, after the game, Eddie and his two friends, DB and Orlando Brown. What was Orlando Brown's name? Okay. Who cares? <laughs> they go back to Eddie's house to eat dinner and watch a baseball game after playing baseball because their lives are baseball. Okay, what is the mom from? Mom was super familiar. I didn't get a chance to really look into everybody. Okay, I'll look it up. Oh my goodness! <gasps> Hannah is Rose McIver, who is the lead in iZombie. I am blown away right now. I've just learned a thing. She was in The Christmas Prince. This is unbelievable. What is the mom's name? Her real name's Susan Brady. And she's been in a lot of things, too. I mean, she was in Xenon, the sequel. Oh! As Astrid Carr. That's the sister, the aunt. That's why she's so familiar. All the boys go back to Eddie's home for dinner. And the mom is making dinner and just slices her finger. (laughs) And it was really, she just kind of went like, ooh, ouch. And everybody lunges to be like, mom, are you okay? Like, that was my mom. I would have been like, oh, mom, you all right? And she'd be like, yeah. And I'd be like, all right, cool. Yeah. It was, I don't know why this part made me cringe so much. The entire baseball team, like, got up and walked and was like, oh, no. The dad couldn't handle blood. She's like, it just needs a couple stitches. And he's like, stitches? And he passes out. There's uh, this movie. It was (laughs) unnecessary. But they all, like, pile, the mom, dad, and the two older brothers pile in a car to take mom to the hospital, and they leave Eddie behind and tell him to, like, put away the food. But Eddie's like, I would like to cook this food. And his friends are like, <laughs> nah, dog, what you saying? You be tripping balls, brah. I feel like, like it's not that crazy. It's right? not. No. It's <laughs> weird how big of a reaction these people had. They're like, I'd rather pull out my nose hairs than cook food. What the heck? Okay. And at that age, you should start, you know, being able to make some mac and cheese, 
Yeah, cooking yeah. is a life skill. And I'm not going to pretend like I am an excellent cook or anything. I hate cooking. I make pasta. I eat pasta like seven days a week because it's so easy. But cooking is a life skill. It's not something to ridicule somebody over. And the fact that these kids were just like so horrified at the thought that a boy would want to cook just felt really outdated. And I know this is what, like 15 years ago, but it's still outdated even for that time. Oh, yeah. yeah. It wasn't a joke. It wasn't a thing that was around at that time. Like, it was normal for someone to be able to make food without it being a big deal. This isn't even cakes or, like, cupcakes or or glittery things. He was literally, he was cooking chicken wings. That's, like, the most manly thing. And the thing is, is he's like, my mom just went to the hospital to get stitches. Maybe we could do something nice and cook for her. And they're all like, bullshit. I don't want to help your mom. Like, I hate her. And then their responses. So he makes this amazing meal of chicken, like, perfectly prepared, which is pretty hard to do. Uh, He breaded it with cereal, which was weird. This was what made me so mad. It's like, he would throw everything into a pot, and and it would come out, and everybody was like, this tastes amazing. Like, you put cereal in your mashed potatoes? Wow, I would have never thought to do that. No, of course you wouldn't, because that's disgusting. (laughs) I think what made me mad is that, of course, like, this movie is, it it touches on sexist kind of things, Mm -hmm. but of course the white boy is going to succeed farther than the girl who like studies and loves cooking yeah oh that was bullshit i mean uh, yeah let's talk about that later well let's talk about this next part then yeah let's do it because he makes a volcano of mashed potatoes and gravy surrounded by chicken and like broccoli it actually looked pretty cool except for the gravy was red which i mean that's something i would probably do on like halloween Ooh. That's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Red I'll ketchup? See. I'll think about it. <laughs> Ketchup's always red. <laughs> <laughs> the food looked looked amazingly well done. Yeah. The, everybody, the family walks back in the house after she gets back from the hospital. And they're all like, the brothers were like, I wouldn't touch that with a 10-foot pole. And then there's like a cut scene to everybody fighting over the last chicken wing. And the next thing, instead of everyone saying, wow, you're a great cook. Thank you for making food during this emergency. For the <laughs> you made food for the entire family and your friends. No. The brothers start joking and <laughs> they take it a little far. Like They take it real far. They were like calling him a girl. Like, oh, Eddie Crocker, the daughter you always wanted. Yeah. Maybe you should get an easy bake oven this year. Yeah, get him an apron because he's so good at cooking, nerd. I didn't, yeah. It was super misogynistic and uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, I, I get older siblings are supposed to joke around and like... Then the dad chimed in. Oh, the dad. No son of mine's gonna be doing girly shit like cooking chicken wings. I was, like, actually uh, really offended, almost. I was offended. I was <laughs> But I knew offended. that they were setting up this sexist thing. I, yeah, and I agree that they were trying to make a point that it's okay for boys to like cooking and stuff. I feel like the point could have made, been made better with maybe sewing or something a little less, <gasps> like, life necessary, I guess. Yeah. Can you imagine if they had done it with sewing and instead of Bobby Flay coming in, it was like... Tim Gunn. Oh Tim my Gunn, god. For sure. It would have been so much better. I feel like this movie would have been better if it was like sewing because I think it would have made the point a little bit better because cooking is already a manly thing. I mean, Bobby Flay, who <laughs> we see later on, 
it, he's definitely a guy. Like, yeah, and he makes the point later where he's like, everybody on Food Network is a guy. Yeah, they they tried to make this point with a thing that is already man, and even cookoffs, cookoffs in my like, I associate it with like burgers and hot dogs yeah. and and grilling out like on the patio with a barbecue. Yeah, but then there's also like Betty Crocker style, you know, women who, mm-hmm. it's not, it's not, it has nothing to do with like gender at all. It's it was no. it was a weird thing to pick. You'd yeah. be surprised how many men own like florist shops and love yeah. making bouquets of flowers who are completely straight. Like, <laughs> is it too early, or can I bring up that I think this movie was like more of a big metaphor for somebody coming out of the closet? He would. Well, it's mostly at the end where he's like, "I have something to tell you. I like to cook." <laughs> And his dad's like, no son of mine, I'll never understand it, but I'll accept you. Yeah, and the best friend who just gets pissed off at him for enjoying home ec. Yeah, and he's like, like, why do you like it so much? He's like, I don't know, I just like it. Like, that's just who I am. Well, that's not normal. every, Every part of this was like, yeah, this checks out, this could be in, like... What is it called? Yeah. An allegory or something? For yeah, yeah, it's totally an allegory. Especially, I wanted to make this comparison to like the several decoms we've had, where the girls are doing something that is out of the ordinary for girls, like motocross, um, right on track. Mm-hmm. All of those movies had girls doing something that is abnormal for girls, but they weren't ridiculed for it in the way that Eddie was in this movie. And I feel like that did more harm than good. It was, it was probably something most people never thought of until they saw this movie. And then they were like, Oh, apparently it is weird for guys to cook. Yeah. They like, basically this movie was saying it's okay for a guy to cook, even though it's totally weird and girly. Preach. (laughs) All right, let's move on. To the story, because we have not gotten very far. I know. No, I'm sorry. Haven't. I just have. I have feelings. No, I know. And I need to get them out. <laughs> I understand, but someone's got to keep this choo-choo train on the track. Wait, All there's right. got to be Thank a better. You. Anyway, who cares? Eddie <laughs> accidentally signs him and his friends up for home ec instead of computer science because there's like a mob for people to sign up on a chalkboard type thingy. And he accidentally puts his name on the wrong one. I don't think that was an accident. No, there were two. There were several clipboards of all the electives, I guess. And he he goes for computer science, and he sees computer science. He's got it there, but then his eyes catch on Homek, and he has like a moment of turmoil inside of him. And he grabs them both, and then kind of shoves the clipboards out of the crowd so his friends can sign up. And what he accidentally, on purpose, does is put Homek out instead of computer science. Uh huh. This is the secret chef's agenda. Trying to convert everyone to home ec. Give them some good life skills. That's exactly what the chef agenda is. <laughs> oh, I just got it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love that even like the small details, like they, they, they either had home ec or computer science. Like, here's the boy, manly, logical thing you're supposed to do. And here's the girly, stupid, silly thing you could do, like home ec. Okay, let me jump on that because that computer science not being for women is just so infuriating to me too. There's like a big movement right now for, I think it's called Girls in Science or Girls in Computer Science or something, where, I mean, it's still not, it's, women still aren't hugely present in like the computer science industry. It's very true. So I guess I should thank this movie. Uh. <laughs> 
Everyone needs to watch it. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, God, no. Please take that back. <laughs> I'm torn. I'm torn between deciding if it was like, no, I'm not. I hated it. <laughs> it didn't. At the time, I was like, this is kind of annoying. Looking back on it, it's another one of those movies where you're like, gosh, this annoyed me. That annoyed me. Like, what didn't annoy me about this movie? They show up for the first day of home ec, and there's this girl, Bridget, who's super into it. She brings her own knife oh, set. fucking Bridget. I, who was allowed to bring their own knives to school? She should not be. She legitimately threatened to carve them up. Oh, God. Oh, she did. She was like, it means to take your skin off. I can't yep. tell if she's my favorite or my least favorite character, though. <laughs> I didn't feel strongly either way about her, but I did think... The way she was ridiculed was a little over the top. Yeah, um, it went extreme. She kind of brought it on herself. She wasn't that obnoxious. The The threatening with the knives was a bit much. But other than that, all she did was enjoy cooking. She was kind of a know-it-all, but at the same time, I get it because she loved doing it. And she wasn't going to take nobody's crap for making fun of her, which I can respect yeah mm -hmm. but she was a little tense and i've said it but she, they were kind of making fun of home and she just immediately went to i will cut you <laughs> yeah um i'm also kind of worried for this school's home ec class and that it only teaches cooking because my home ec also taught like sewing and taking care of babies i wish my school offered something like this that would have been great i actually took home ec i was kind of a, a really bad student in home ec which, I love cooking, and we made fried ice cream, so I really should have oh. liked that class more. Yeah, we made fried ice cream. Did you get to make your own pillow? I made a bear. Wow. Your home ec class was way cooler than mine. I took it as well, and I mostly remember sewing. I think we had a cooking section. It was not that intense. I made a, a turtle-shaped pillow. Oh. oh, home ec is where I learned, and I'm still grossed out when people sit on counters, because... Our lovely little teacher, somebody was sitting on the counter and she goes, you get off that counter or you might fart on that counter. And that's where we cook food. <laughs> <laughs> so every time someone sits on a counter, I'm like, you're going to fart on that counter. Ew. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's good. Like, you know, I usually clean safety. off my counter before I cook food. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I thought you were going to say, I usually clean off my counter before I fart on it. <laughs> <laughs> Always clean it off after I fart on it. But anyway. <laughs> Where else do you fart? That's the only place I know. That's all I know. If I wake up in the middle of the night and I have to fart, I have to get up and go sit on my counter. <laughs> oh my god. Just reverberates so nicely on the granite. Um, so the teacher tells them all about a scholarship to like a intense legit culinary school that also has a cash prize for cook-offs and bridget's the only one interested in it and everybody else is making fun of it and i'm like guys that's a cash prize yeah, that's a big deal to make some food i just don't understand why everybody's making fun of cooking so much yeah and the poor teacher. Yeah, there's an adorable little teacher who's, like, excited about cooking and trying to get these kids interested and energized. I mean, she's more interested in this than any other teacher I had. Mm -hmm. And so it's so sad to see none of the kids are responding. She's basically the stereotype of what a home ec teacher is, like a really nice older lady who just doesn't want to deal with unruly kids. And living in the glory days. My home ec teacher was mean. Oh. 
She's a jaded virgin. <laughs> yeah, she's probably jaded because she probably had someone like Eddie. No, Eddie wasn't fine. It was DB who was an asshole. So Eddie is really into this cooking thing, and he's kind of staying up at night and cooking and coming up with ideas, and he's excited Making about a it. Giant mess out of the kitchen. Making huge messes. And there's this one part, he's like holding a taco thing that he made, I'm guessing, or a hot dog. And his dad's like, stop playing with your food and you're dancing around like a little girl. And I was like, oh my gosh. I get it. The dad's a coach and he wants his team to do well. And Eddie's the only good player in the team. But that doesn't mean he can't do anything outside of that. Yeah. He was was another DCOM dad that talks about... Ugh. the expectations of his son and how he expects him to be a good ball player because he expects his son to do what he's expected to do. Okay, you know what would be better? If the dad did what he was expected to be and be a good coach and actually teach these other kids who don't know how to play baseball off at all to play baseball instead of relying yeah. entirely on his son. If you've got a shitty team that only has, like, one decent player, you need to reevaluate your life choices and how you're coaching. You done goof. Because that's reflective. That's reflective on you as a coach. I really liked his co-coach, whatever yeah, his name was. who did not do anything. He didn't do... <laughs> he didn't do anything. I loved it, though, when uh, the dad was just yelling at everybody for all of their mistakes, and the other guy's like, but other than that, you guys are doing great. Like, yep, okay. That one part where they were they were having a cook-off, were they not, in their backyard? They were having, like, a oh. barbecue where they made burgers. I, yeah. Yep. <laughs> I still don't understand this movie, so I guess the dad's okay with cooking when it's him, but when it's his son, that's a big no-no. But he was making burgers, and the coach walks by and grabs a burger, and the dad's like, are you going to take your gum out? And the coach just walks off with his burger and doesn't answer. (laughs) I loved it. He was my favorite character. Anyway, Eddie is super interested in this cook-off thing, but he's trying to sneak around about it, and he, uh... He kind of talks to Bridget about it, but he doesn't want to make it seem like he's actually interested. But when his friends are like, why are you talking to Bridget? He's like, uh, 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 because of this. And then he just starts a food fight for no reason. And then the teacher's like, now calm down. Um, you know, you don't do anything. It's fine. Just stay calm. And you know that teacher knew, like, she's seen a few food fights in her day. This, though, she's never seen a food fight this good, according to PJ. What's his name? DJ? DC. CB. C3. CD. CD. DC. <laughs> anyway. R2-D2. Apparently, this goes down as the best food fight in history, and they accidentally end up making something really good because oh. random ingredients get thrown into a pot, and it makes this, like, and turn purple, purple slime. Yeah, it turned purple. Yeah, it somehow magically gets all mixed together too it's not just like layered oh it tastes like barbecue sauce but even better i wish they had said like what turned it purple though because he spent the whole like a long time being like but what makes it purple and then the next scene he figured it out but we don't know what it is i'm gonna guess it was like beets or something or eggplant no how would eggplant but that not that that was an unnaturally purple color it was disgusting. It was like literally slime. Oh, like the, and yeah. they were like mm-hmm. digging their hands in it and eating it. And I wish anything in this movie had looked appetizing. Nothing in this nope. movie the whole no. way through looked appetizing. No, it didn't. There's like stuff dripping from the ceiling onto a plate. 
yeah, he's eating it like off the ceiling. And I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you people? Sharing his food with the dog. The poor dog. This is oh. it happened in Hounded too, which I would like to forget all about. But it's not okay to feed your dog just whatever they want to yeah. eat. You got to be careful. You're, that dog's going to have the shit so bad. You're going to have to clean up like the big, it's going to be throwing it all. It's coming out both ends. It's coming out both ends of that dog. I guarantee it. And you don't care. <laughs> Just like a food fight. Um, Speaking of food fights, it sounded like they had had like five to six food fights in their past. It really made me mad. That grinded my gears. Have you guys ever been in a food fight? <sighs> no, because it's a horrible idea. I like we said at the at the front of this episode, everybody in this movie is horrible. I, I hated how like they'd made this huge mess, and then the next scene is them like they show a principal or someone walking out, but they don't ever address it, and they're just cleaning up like, oh, we did this huge fun thing, you know, and there's no consequences. We just have to clean. Yeah, I hate food fight scenes. They make me uncomfortable. They, I'm like, you're dirty. This whole place is dirty. You're going to have to clean that up. Somebody, It's somebody's job to make sure this is clean yes. and you're ruining oh, the their lives. Oh, poor janitor. Yeah. And somebody's job to cook all that food. Eddie, you should appreciate that. But he <laughs> doesn't because he's a shitty kid. Anyway. Anyway, he recreates the sauce and he sneaks the jar into like the dugout. For some reason, I don't know, at a baseball game. And his dad's like, what's that? And he's like, oh, it's nothing. And then he has a, his friend, the girl, cover for him. She's like, oh, it's something my mom made. Why did she have to cover for him for that? That's so dumb. It's, uh, yeah. His dad is unbelievable. The, okay, so when they're at the barbecue, this is how hateful his dad is. They were talking about the coach from the other team. And he goes, oh, well, he's a nurse. So he's basically a girl. So how could we get beat by a girl? And this just it escalates yeah. later on in the movie. He's yeah. so misogynistic. He has this super deep hatred for women and all things feminine. How I, how can his wife live with him? I don't know. I think they should get a divorce. That's what Me I too. was thinking. Split up this family. Tear them apart. <laughs> Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he would be the type of person who legitimately believes anyone who drives a Prius is actually gay. He saw nothing really wrong with the two boys on his team just rolling around in the middle of a game on the field. No, but by golly, my son cooking food, I don't think so. <laughs> Only my, my little girls do that. And I don't have no little girls. <laughs> Except for the ones I do have. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie's mom finds out about the competition. She just sees the pamphlet lying there. And Eddie kind of panicked about it. But she's just like, I don't really care. I want you to do what you love to do. And I'm going to support yeah. you no matter what. Okay. The, the So the movie's been kind of garbage up till now. This part, I was like, oh, yay. Okay, something's happening. Change is coming. And I was like really hoping the mom would be have like a good speech or something. She doesn't. But there's like little itty bitty details in there that I'm like, okay, that's good. I do like that he had a source of support. And mm -hmm. I like how she framed a few things. She's she's like, why is this such a big deal? And he's like, I don't know. And she's like, you're the one making it a big deal. I feel like she said something along, along the lines of, you can do this and don't worry about what your father says. I think she even told him, like, we're going to hide this from your father. He asked her not to tell him. And she was oh. like, "I'm. it's your secret. I, I wish that this her speech had been a little longer. Like, 
or cleared some things up. Mm-hmm. It really didn't. But she does say something like, you don't have to win to, to in order to do it. So he takes his recipe of the goop to his teacher and he submits it. And apparently he ends up winning. No. He gets into the finals. There's like, they have to submit a recipe to get into the finals. And then there's a cook, like a cook off from there. Yeah. Where he learns that he has, has to actually learn how to cook. Like he has to know how to make a cake and he has to know the fundamentals because there's a quiz. It's not just throw a recipe together and bring it in. There's like a written part and a cooking part where it's like iron chef. It's pretty intense. None of that actually happened when they showed the competition. It was literally just cook a thing. (laughs) Yeah. No, they said that he would have to, but he just skipped it because he's Eddie and he's allowed to show up late and nobody cared because he's cool. I was very upset at the end of this movie, but anyway, so he doesn't have to take the written exam. All the while he's pretty much, he's like asking the, the other cook girl trying to get information from her, but he also like plays some tricks on her or something. I still feel like Bridget got unnecessarily the short of the stick in this movie. There's one part like closer to the end where she asked the teacher, she's like, does everyone hate me because I like cooking? And the teacher's like, oh, no, that's not why. There's other reasons. It was a really funny line and I laughed so hard when she said it, but at the same time I I was like, why does everyone hate her? That's the opportunity to be like, well, you come off as a little harsh to other students. Maybe you could open up and be a little kinder (laughs) and actually help her high school career. But instead of giving her advice, she turns all of her attention towards Eddie, Mm -hmm. the kid that's new to cooking. And she asks him to come in after school and practice cooking and practice baking. And she really wants to help him succeed and really wants to show him that these stereotypes should not hold him to any sort of boundary and that he's really good at it. And she's really one of the only people that actually helps Eddie a lot. There's a part also towards the end where the teacher says something about how Bridget lacks the passion and the intuition that Eddie has. And I was so upset on Bridget's behalf because she has nothing but passion for it. Oh yeah. And she's awesome at it. And so this, I went from really liking the teacher to just hating her for her totally turning her back on Bridget and being like, I don't really care about you. You annoy the hell out of me. I'm going to move on and teach Eddie. Blatant favoritism. She could have still supported Eddie without bringing down Bridget. Could have been like, hey, let's help each other support each other through this. I thought they were going to get along really well. I thought Eddie and Bridget were going to become like, really close friends and be on the like be on a team together oh that would have been cool yeah Yeah. bridget could teach him all the technical stuff and he could show her how to be imaginative in the kitchen and it would yeah like they would they would feed on each other and help each other grow but instead it was just like they were against each other the whole time and there was no resolution either Oh, there was a little bit at the end. This whole movie was like just frustrating up until the last 15 minutes yep, where it was like, yep. okay, you, you resolved some of my issues, but you also made this incredibly infuriating movie for an hour and a half. So, <laughs> Congratulations. Oh, <laughs> so the dad ends up finding out that Eddie has been pursuing cooking and is entered into this competition because the teacher called and was like, hey, your son got into this thing to potentially get a million dollars for a scholarship thing or whatever. And the first thing his dad does is get really mad about it. He's like, nothing bothers me more than having someone sneak behind my back. I don't even know what to say about the dad anymore. He kind of gets his own 
So he he kind of forces Eddie to stop because Eddie is just so tired of getting ridiculed and sick of his dad putting him down. So he's like, I'm just going to stop cooking and I'm going to focus on baseball because it's what I'm supposed to do. And then at the baseball practice, the dad says something along the lines of, oh, we're going to win. They're shortstop. He runs and throws like a girl. And the girls on the team are like, why do you always say that? I'm a girl. And I throw like a girl, but I throw well because I am a girl. So I throw like myself. Yeah. And then the other kid on the team steps up and he's like, oh, and by the way, my dad's a nurse. And the coach is like, what? And he's like, you said that coaches are girls, but my dad saves lives. What do you do, prick? Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much exactly what went down. I wish it was even harsher. <laughs> There was another kid who stepped up and was like, my dad's a florist. And then the co-coach, my favorite character, was like, my old man's a hairdresser and just walks off chewing his gum. Oh, I love that co-coach. I really liked that scene a lot because it showed, first of all, it showed kids standing up to adults who are bullying Mm -hmm. them. And it also showed that this movie isn't trying to make a point that feminine things are bad. And the, there was the one girl who's really bad at it, and she's like, I throw like a girl, too, and I'm bad at it, but it's not because I'm a girl. It's because I'm bad at it. It was like, I really enjoyed that whole scene. I wish there would have been a lot more calling out. I wish it would have happened more throughout the movie. Yeah, instead of like a build-up. So after this game, I think they win, and they go to their house to celebrate, and the teacher shows up to the party, and she tries to convince Eddie's parents to understand at least why he's cooking, and she kind of makes a plea to Eddie to think about it overnight, and then to come back to cooking because she's the most passionate cooker he she has ever seen. And Eddie kind of sneaks down to the kitchen in the middle of the night and cooks again. You can see like the, the <gasps> light on his face when he's when he's cooking and i think the dad comes in and sees how much he enjoys enjoys it yeah but his dad still is like i don't want him cooking is cooking in the kitchen at night a euphemism oh yeah for sure this whole movie is a euphemism this whole movie is a euphemism (laughs) (laughs) just double checking the dad doesn't come around at all until the very end okay i thought that's where we were Basically, we are. Because, like, the next morning, they go to the cook-off. Like, he shows up at the cook-off, and yes. Bobby Flay's there, and he's like, Hey, man, I I think you're really good at cooking. I just... This part was like, oh, of course they got a celebrity there to, like, tell him how great he is. And even then, yeah. he decides to not do the cook-off for a million dollars with the celebrity host, but instead go to his little dinky baseball game. He just leaves. He's like... I'm not going to do this. And Bobby Flay's like, oh, all right. See you later, yeah, Scout. And it's like on TV and everything. <laughs> so Eddie shows up at the baseball game and his heart's not really in it. You can tell he really wants to be at the cook-off. And Orlando Brown, he's watching the cook-off from the dugout and like giving Eddie all these updates. And CB, DJ, whatever his name is. <laughs> Why are you giving him all like the updates on the cook-off? Like, he should be focusing on baseball. And Orlando Brown was like, because he likes it, because that's a thing he enjoys and we're his friends and we shouldn't be putting him down for something that he enjoys. And he's even like, and it's on TV. It's really cool. And this only happens like once ever. So then they, they kind of all change their minds and they're like, Hey, let's tell Eddie. We don't actually need him at this game. Let's pretend like we're trying to kick him off the team. And so they're like, why are you here? Why don't you let us finally win a game on our own? And Eddie's like, oh, I see what you're doing. And then he just, like, bolts. 
and his mom is like, well, I'll just take you to the cook-off. It'll be faster if I drive you. And she's like, hey, husband, we're getting a divorce because you're terrible. I'm leaving you right now. I wish that were the case. I wish any one of the decom moms would divorce one of the dads (laughs) at this point. Like... (laughs) The, the dads are awful, and the moms are always like, I'm going to support you no matter what. Don't worry about your dad. And I just want to be like, you're married to the guy. Like, you guys need yeah. to sit down and have a conversation about supporting your children. And the dad gets mad that the mom hadn't t- told him about the cook-off and the event and what Eddie, what that Eddie was into cooking. And so the dad's like, oh, I bet you supported him, and you were behind this, and you didn't tell me either. How bad is your communication that you guys can't talk about this? Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, Eddie shows up to the cook-off, and he is, like, two hours late or something, and he only has one hour left to make, like, a three-course meal. I was really annoyed. I was actively rooting against Eddie. If he would have won, I would have hated this. Oh, man. Me too. I would have thrown my laptop through the window. (laughs) Well, and (laughs) none of the mechanisms, like cooking mechanisms in this movie made any sense he lit a chicken on fire in the oven within one hour that oven had to be so hot to do that to a chicken let alone he had enough time to make like six more chickens within that same hour there's no way that would have gotten done yeah and then like he obviously sucks at cooking (laughs) he couldn't make a custard Like, the custard that he put in the fridge to set was, like, goopy and watery. Oh, we forgot to mention. His dad shows up, and his dad's like, I decided that I want to help you, Eddie. But then I was like, why didn't the mom go down and help Eddie? Yeah. Eddie had no help, because his family sucks. He had no help. And then the only help that comes is his dad, who is openly against cooking. (laughs) And knows nothing about it. (laughs) So he's like, what do I do? Do I crack this egg? Like, yes. Was it a thing that they were allowed to have somebody helping them? Did other people have something helping them? Yeah, so we should probably set this up. His teammates made it a point to mention that Eddie wasn't getting any help and everybody else was getting help. And his dad was like, oh, I need to go help him probably. And so he gets himself kicked out of the game. Instead of just leaving, he had to like, God forbid anybody knows he's leaving to help his son. Anyway, so Bridget ends up winning, which was well-deserved. Okay, and Eddie is all there pouty and everything. I was like, shut up, kid. Like, get over yourself. You can't, are you going to cry, really? You showed up two hours late. So, what, he expects to just, like, make chocolate chicken and everybody's going to be like, oh, it's okay that you missed most of this. No. No, No. it's not okay. Other people worked hard for this. Other people, like, this is their dream, too. Like, they're passionate about this, too. You're not the only one here who enjoys cooking. Thank you. He's not even allowed to cry. No. (laughs) He's not allowed to feel bad at all. He's not allowed. I was so happy Bridget won. But then Bobby Flay comes up, and Orlando Brown walks up to Bobby Flay and is like, you made the worst choice of your life. Eddie's a good cook, and you really screwed up. But what Bobby Flay should have said was, your dipshit friend showed up two hours late and then <laughs> sucks at cooking. Off, he couldn't kid. make a custard. He didn't use the core ingredients. But what Bobby Flay says is, I know. Eddie is the best cook here. You can just <laughs> see it. He just looks like a winner. Just look at him. He looks like a winner. And Orlando B- Brown is like, you're right. He does look like a winner. <laughs> but that's also because that's also because the baseball team won. And they were there with the trophy and like celebrating as well. So like. 
I think Bobby plays like he already won something. He doesn't need this. It's fine. So basically the point is that the team doesn't need Eddie and Eddie's also not a good enough cook. So actually yeah. he shouldn't be either a cook or a baseball player. Yes. Oh, that part just, oh, that was the cherry on top of this crap Sunday that I needed. Just be, Eddie <laughs> lost the cook off and his team basically told him they didn't need him anymore. I was living for it. I'm here. <laughs> I think what like the whole baseball thing was, I think we were supposed to think the team was relying on him and putting all the pressure on him. So they felt like they couldn't win themselves or do anything themselves. So when they finally realized that they have permission to be good, then they were like, oh yeah, we can be good. We can win by ourselves. Then, so that was supposed to be their triumph. Yeah, but it was really more of Eddie's loss. Yeah. Oh, the very end. They're all going out to eat, and Bridget's like, she's walking behind him. She goes, what about me? I'm a winner, and I'm hungry, too. And Eddie's like, okay, come to eat with us. And she's, like, all happy. I'm glad Bridget got friends. She deserves them. Uh, do we want to do lessons learned? No. If anything, this movie was an anti-lesson. Yes. Like we talked about earlier. I feel like it made people think, oh, maybe cooking is girly and stupid. Beautiful. My lesson is that you shouldn't make such a big deal out of people's passions. Yeah. Just let people enjoy the things they enjoy. That's all. My lesson is if everyone is telling you that what you want to do is really wrong, then get find new people. Agreed. <laughs> get rid of them. That's yeah. a good probably lesson. not that great. Unless you're doing drugs, then... You know, you should probably listen to what people say. It's just a matter of circumstance. Yeah. Don't listen to us. <laughs> Do what you want. Except <laughs> Do for what drugs. you want. Um, let's read a review. Yeah, let's okay. read a review. I kind of want to read this. It looks great. So this is from McMahon203-001, and his subject line is, Eddie was really coming out. He says, a typical upbeat kids movie but with notable different message. The real story is that our hero, 14-year-old Eddie, comes out. The jock goes through all of the angst, guilt, rejection, and fear that any 14-year-old boy would have upon realizing he was different. However, Disney, in their infinite wisdom, super sanitizes the story so that Eddie comes out as a chef instead of gay. I won't criticize it too much because even this would have been a big stretch for Hollywood five years ago. Cute and entertaining if you don't have much to do. That would have been a big stretch for Disney to approach the topic of like homosexuality. I wonder if we ever get that. Um, it was actually just announced that they're having their first gay character on the Disney Channel. Ooh, wow. First ex explicitly gay? Because I, I feel like the, the one guy from High School Musical was probably gay. <laughs> I think there's some <laughs> things that have come out that said he wasn't supposed to be at all. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> I do want to say this movie isn't more entertaining if you go into it with the idea that Eddie's really trying to come out. It just, it, it still makes the movie the same movie. Yeah. It's just as bad. I agree. So. What would you guys rate this? I would say I would never want to see this movie again. Three out of ten. I totally <laughs> That's all I agree. I never want to hear about it again. I never want to <laughs> reference it again. If any of you ever sends me a picture of a hamburger ever again, I'm leaving. 
I give this movie a two hot dogs out of ten hot dogs. I am snatched. I too was going to give this movie uh, two baseballs out of ten baseballs. Those two baseballs were only because of the co-coach. You know what we did get out of this movie, though? What was that? A new DCOM dad that we can add to the list of bad DCOM dads. What do you give this DCOM dad out of ten? Zero. Negative, negative one million. Negative one million dollars to the decom dad no that's 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 generous even all right <laughs> listeners if you like little treats boy do i have a treat for you you can find them all over our social media <laughs> little pictures and little pictures oh, of decom characters and preheat our oven to a hot 450 Ooh, i like that so we've preheated our ovens to a hot 450, and we've baked a bunch of little treats. <laughs> I'm just going to leave all of this in. Okay. <laughs> we tried. We really did. Listeners, find us on social media or email us at pondthistogether at gmail.com. And if you liked what you heard, don't forget to subscribe and leave us